This is Dumb Line, the podcast of dumb crimes and even dumber criminals. Hello, dummies and new listeners. Welcome to Dumb Line, the podcast for people who are fans of dumb crimes and dummy criminals. We are your home. We've got one heck of a show for you. I got a feeling. Hell of a know, show. Yeah, I mean, we have Hell no idea show. what Maria's going to bring us, but I'm sure it's going to be a home run. Yeah. Do I look? How do I look tonight? Great. Yeah, you look amazing. Do I look luxurious? I, I don't I know that I would say luxurious feel, right off the top of I my head. I feel luxurious. You know why? I've got a new undershirt on. <laughs> I haven't bought new undershirts. I'm a big base layer guy. I haven't yeah. bought a new undershirt. Uh-huh. Probably in like since pre-pandemic, three years. I noticed in the, my, and I wash all my colors together. I noticed in my underwear, uh, my underwear drawer, my yeah, under underwear, my undershirts were all yellow. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was smart. like, let's go, let's get them. But man, is it nice? It's almost as nice as new underwear, new underwear, new socks, and new undershirts. New Fantastic. socks, new, new pairs, socks, new pair of socks is. It's I great. also love a new pair of like loungewear for the house, mm-hmm. but socks are the, to me, socks are the best. Funny you say that about the the white shirt. So I, uh, I wore a white shirt under like a, a pullover today and it was, it was horrible and it was, and it was t- all day. Like my collar was all <laughs> fucked up in there. It was like all wrinkly and like ruined my day. I was so paranoid about it. It's the worst. The bad collar is the worst. It is. Like, yeah, I just couldn't get it right. It was, it was really bothering me today. Also, I didn't know um, socks are actually the most requested thing at uh, homeless shelters. Yeah. yeah I didn't know that. Are. Yeah. So if you want to do something, donate some socks. Maria, how about a headline? Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra, extra, read all about it. We're local this week. Ooh. This is from 6ABC in Philadelphia. Hey. Yo, action there news. Go, go, go action that, news. There goes that action news van. <laughs> Hold on. I have to tell people. I'm Greg. Oh. <laughs> I'm Jason. I'm Maria. What up, dummies? Uh, Maria's yeah. got a headline, apparently, from Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Action just, News Channel yeah, we 6 just, we're going to cover. Just, we just went into all this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was feeling just, too comfortable yeah. in this new undershirt. Yeah, you know, you know, you, you guys all know who we are anyway. <clears throat> Not necessarily. It's new people every year. Shout out to the new listeners in Japan. We've had a bunch of listens in Japan recently. So, yeah, oh. shout out to them. Oh, my God. Hello, Japan. Hi, Japan. All right, what is this headline from Channel 6 Action News in Philadelphia? Okay, this is from April 15th, 2023. What? Go ahead, do you want to do a... No, I was going to do... Yeah, no, we can't do that whole thing. Okay. a great song, though. Listen to that. All right, the headline reads, Estimated 2 million dimes stolen from trucks. Oh, saw this. Saw this. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry, sorry. This is a great headline. This has been everywhere. Yeah, it's been everywhere. An estimated two million dimes were stolen from a truck in Northeast Philadelphia. That's about two hundred thousand dollars worth. So, people, there were seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of dimes in the truck, but I don't know what they were using to carry it out there because there were, were dimes, dimes all over the park, everywhere. Everywhere. I could do a whole dime. episode on this dime heist. Yeah. I've, I've, I've Once it happens, had two or three people. I've had heated discussions with this. Apparently, it wasn't like a organized, orchestrated heist. 
They're saying from the evidence, these people just break into yeah. tractor trailers. And they, just, they had and no they idea the there dimes. was seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of dimes that were supposed to go from the Philadelphia Mint yeah. down to yeah, who's Florida. Florida. Yeah, because who's and the driver who's, needed to sleep all night, so we parked them up there. Yeah, and they said that's like standard operating yeah. procedure. Yeah. 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 So these someone bossed it, like, how do you carry? That is so much weight. And I, what do you do with them? I, and, and nobody How do you cash in? And nobody two hundred two million dimes they took right. You can't. Yeah, yeah. you can't. You can't cash them. You can't go to Coinstar. Like they're just like, like no. You just keep throwing it in Coinstar. It's like on a already, on a thread I saw one one person commented, Coinstar is going to be lit. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna be. But, but like whoever empties Coinstar. that Coinstar is going to be like, uh, there's crazy amount of dimes. We should probably call law enforcement. It's all, and they're all like brand, brand new, new dimes. Philadelphia yeah, like, yeah, mid two thousand twenty three. Like. And they, it, it had to. Are you going to melt them? You can't. I mean, you can't. No, what you are you going to do? It, yeah, I, they, I don't know what they're going to do unless they like roll them. Can you imagine them sitting there? there? You can't roll you can't, them. By, you, you can't roll if, them. Like in this area, after this story. Oh, I If know. you went to a bar and paid ten dollars in dimes, they're going to alert the authorities. You, you're yeah. just stuck with all these dimes, dimes forever, forever, forever. You got to wait till the heat cools down. The whole parking lot with the pictures was littered with dimes. Just yeah, dimes it's everywhere. crazy. It looks it like a blizzard of dimes. dimes. <laughs> there's, it has to be random because there's no, there's nobody on the, on the planet that's tracking dime <laughs> shipments leaving the Philadelphia Mint to break into to steal. No. They will be now. Yeah. Now that they know how many yeah, dimes the are dimes. on them. The dimes. So there was a local bystander for one of the articles who was just very... That's a lot of dimes. She was in the dumb line zone. No, she said, what are they going to do? If they try and go to a bank, they're yeah. screwed. They're done. Yeah, nobody yeah. can so do anything with these dimes. That no. bystander is dumb line, would be a dumb line <laughs> listener if we knew who she was. Honorary dumb line Honorary deputy. Dumb, deputy. Yeah, she's dummy. Dumb line she's deputy. A, she's a deputy dummy. dummy. Yeah. Um, Oh, the, that picture of the dimes all over the parking lot. Please is, look it up. Just so look Philadelphia yeah, dime. That's all you have to look up. Trailer. Dime heist. That <laughs> oh, was Excellent. great. I knew this was going to be one heck of a show. All right, Maria, let's get into a case. Today's story proves that even when you believe you're the smartest person in the room or in the world, you can still be the dumbest criminal in the country. This episode relies almost exclusively on an incredibly detailed New Yorker article by David Gran. It was published on February 4th, 2008 and is titled A Postmodern Murder Mystery. Other sources include Spiegel International and BBC News. Did you read this article in the New Yorker? Yes. God bless you. Those articles are so, <laughs> so dense and long. They're so I, If long. you give me a true crime article that is the length the length of a whole New Yorker magazine, I will read it. Like the, 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 I won't just read random articles that long. But the quality but, of stuff in the New Yorker is great. But oh. I, try, I had a subscription before and there's no, I don't know a human who works and has other things to do who can read the New Yorker. The I, episode, it's weekly, right? Yeah, yeah. It's they crazy. were just piling up on me. I was like drowning I in New I, Yorkers. I had to cancel the. I got it once, and I would like break out in a sweat because I had like a tower of them. I'm like, I can't even get Dude, through the like masthead. I don't know how anyone can. There's no way. It, I would love if someone out there listens to this and reads a New Yorker in a week. Please, please email us. I would love to interview. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just as a, a human. Oh, yeah! I am yeah. so curious how this happens. <laughs> in December 2000, a group of fishermen on River Oder in southwest Poland. River Oder. Yeah, River Oder. River Oder. O d e r, but it's pronounced Oder. As far as I know, if anyone is listening from Poland, correct right. me if I'm wrong. Sounds right. They discover the body of Dariusz Szaneszewski. 
it is clear that he's been brutally murdered. As David Grand describes, quote, a noose was around his neck and his hands were bound behind his back. Part of the rope, which appeared to have been cut with a knife, had once connected his hands to his neck, binding the man in a backward cradle. An excruciating position, the slightest wiggle would have caused the noose to tighten further. His body was clothed in only a sweatshirt and underwear, and it bore marks of torture. A pathologist determined that the victim had virtually no food in his intestines, which indicated that he had been starved for several days before he was killed. Initially, the police thought that he had been strangled and then dumped in the river, but an examination of fluids in his lungs revealed signs of drowning. Dariush had been reported missing by his wife a month earlier. He was last seen on November 13, 2000. Dariush lives 60 miles from River Oder in the city of Wrocław. He is 39 years old, owns an advertising agency, and is, by all accounts, very well-liked. On the morning of Dariush's murder, someone calls the advertising agency and asks, quote, could you make me three signs, quite big ones, and the third one as big as a billboard? Jason, we both work in marketing. Have you ever heard somebody call and ask for that in quite that, <laughs> that way? No, not, not, spe- not specific. That to me is yeah, suspicious yeah. right off the bat. It's, yeah, it, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very weird. weird. So the caller insists on speaking with Dariush himself and not his mother who answers the call. Dariush's mother gives the caller his cell phone number. And later that day, around four o'clock, he leaves to meet a new client and is never heard from nor seen again. Is the agency him and his mom? He owns it and his mom works there. Okay. When local police begin looking into Dariush's life, they uncover no enemies, no evidence and no motive for the crime. And they decide, well, we'll just drop the case. After six months, they're like, okay, we give up. <laughs> so three years later, the case is turned over to the Rochwaff police. I'm always curious of what, what makes that switch over. It just becomes a dead case. The cold case, is that the technical term, a cold, cold case after cold three case. years and goes off to somewhere else? In the United States, a cold case stays cold. There are times well, when it goes to the FBI. I mean, it's, I don't know what, what triggers it. Yeah, what's to the go time to this limit? Next level? Like, is there a is there a standard? Like, uh, there's no there's no standard. I mean, there's like pressure three, from families. Like there's, three years, it's cold. It's considered a cold case. No, it's when there are no lead, when their leads run out and they have nowhere else to turn. It becomes a cold case. Okay, Mary, are you going to tell me you're not well versed in Polish? Uh, law not yet uh, yeah. procedures yeah. and what triggers this in Poland yeah, yeah. I mean you know if I take if I, I'm very disappointed I know I'm sorry I'm sorry I should know embarrassing <laughs> I wouldn't go that far <laughs> I'm just disappointed <laughs> so when the right. case is turned over to the Wrocław police three years later Detective Jacek Wroblewski begins poring over the files and realizes that Darius's cell phone has never been recovered. When a search is run on the phone's serial number, Yatsik learns that it was posted for sale on an online auction site four days after Darius disappeared. And what's he say when he realizes that? Yatsik! Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I had to find a way to work. It took me a couple of seconds to get it. <laughs> so it's a Yahtzee, Yahtzee joke That's for good. anyone who hasn't played Yahtzee. A classic, classic <laughs> Yahtzee joke. The username links back to Christian Bala, a 30-year-old man living in Wrocław. Hmm. He used the impossible-to-decipher username of Chris 
on the online <laughs> auction site. <laughs> <laughs> Christian is a philosophy student who seems very similar to Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. Hey, He's obsessive. Hey, <laughs> what a great movie. Oh my God, that movie. I love that movie. What a great movie. Um, so he, so Christian is kind of about philosophy the way that Patrick Bateman talks about Huey Lewis in the news. It's like never ending. He just goes on and on about it. And Christian is described as being that way about philosophy. He just assails everybody with conversations about philosophy. Interesting topic. Yeah, it yeah. can be interesting unless it's somebody being like, you know what I would do in that situation? And that's how this guy is. He's always talking about philosophical ideas and how he would live them out in his life. Eventually, he abandons philosophy to open an industrial cleaning business, which eventually <laughs> fails. I mean, yeah, it's a big, easy, typical transition, you know, philosopher, that is a industrial big cleaner. That is a pivot. There's not, there's not a lot of money in philosophy. No, there's, no, there's not. There's not. <laughs> So the only evidence Can you imagine cleaning like all day with this oh, guy yeah. spouting off about oh, philosophy. Oh my god! And you're like, yeah, geez, and, I'm just trying to listen to some Huey Lewis. Lewis, and fucking mop this floor, can dude. We just empty this fucking trash can without you talking about Nietzsche. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, five yeah, seconds. right, right. Fuck. Right. Oh, we're in Poland. You know, yeah. I just want to listen. I know they're from Germany, but they're being in Poland. I just want to listen to Scorpions hang out and <laughs> yeah, clean this yeah. fucking floor. Right. The only evidence Wrocław detectives have that connects Christian to the crime is that cell phone sale. In February 2002, a local TV news show called 997, which is equivalent to America's Most Wanted. Is it, 997 they're like 911? It, it might be. It might be. I don't know. I didn't look up the origin. I was more concerned with the America's Most Wanted parallel. <laughs> Um, they air an episode on give Marie an intern so she, they can look up all the laws and cultures of these countries when we have international uh, yeah, we need like stories a, like a, a live just like uh, we need live a, an intern we need an intern yeah we could we could have got an intern a live go- <laughs> interns uh, send so what, what was it was this February you said this was happening February 2002 okay and he just appeared in 2000 yep okay so they air an episode on Darius's murder the police pay close attention to the activity on the show's website and see traffic coming from the U.S., Japan, and South Korea, which they find very odd for a local murder, but no credible tips come from the episode. How do these people see the show in Poland? How do they see it in 2002? Yeah. So On television? No, but, but people I, in Japan. I, yeah, the website for the show... the. The episode is posted. There's information from the episode posted on the website, and the traffic to the website is coming from the United like, States, Japan, Japan, or America yeah. is checking out South these Korea. Polish websites. Oh, we'll find out. Oh, okay. We'll find out. All right, all right. Um, they find yeah, it. I, I, I got where you were. I got where you were going with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. I, I. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. So here comes the dumb. Yeah. yeah. In 2005, through an anonymous tip, Yatsik, the detective, discovers that Christian published a book called Amok in 2003. Its protagonist, Chris, breaks all taboos, has a lot of sex, drinks a lot, and eventually kills his girlfriend. Certain interesting details emerge as Yatsik reads the book, one being that the character sells the knife used to kill his girlfriend on an online auction site. And the cell phone sale has never been released to the public. The cell phone sale 
that links back to the murder of Dariush. Gotcha. Just want to make that clear. Like that they know about that. Right. Yatsik and his colleagues pour through the book looking for other details or clues they might be able to corroborate. Chris, the character, expresses his desire to kill his friend with a rope and throw him in a river. There's also a character who owns an ad agency. At this time, <laughs> go ahead. That's, that's I mean, he's so obviously weird. read about this murder and is writing a book about yeah. it. It's like an inspiration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At this time, Christian is living abroad, so Wrocław police buy their time. They know that Christian's parents live in a small town nearby, and it would be likely that Christian would return to visit them at some point. Chris, I bet you Christian lives in Japan, South Korea, or the United States. Jason. So- I'm going to start calling you spoiler alert. Your name well, is not going to be golfing, buddy. Well, You're I mean, spoiler alert Jason well, I mean, from now. A, I'm just putting, yeah, just putting putting it together that's my sport i know it's good this my, is that's good my spoiler of the my episode spoiler go ahead Maria. i love that the uh, just assume these cops are like we got plenty of time he'll be back yeah. for a holiday so many people don't come back from i know it's true like, they went, might not visit their parents a, for 25 yeah, years Yeah, i have a friend from italy i mean she doesn't go back on holidays she goes at randomly every now and then but there's no rhyme or reason to when she goes back yeah, like, we'll, just, yeah we'll just get we'll just, just keep wait. an eye we'll on we'll be her. back for thanksgiving right <laughs> <laughs> they celebrate Thanksgiving in Poland, right? American Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, when the pilgrims. Yeah, yeah, they know about the pilgrims. <laughs> so, in September 2005, when Christian visits his parents, Yatsik <laughs> oh, brings him in for questioning. Yeah, during Thanksgiving, <laughs> this guy's been sitting outside <laughs> this house, yeah, just waiting for years. He'll yeah. kill him. Like, I'm bringing him in for questioning. Oh, thank God, I've been sitting here for Yatsik. There he is. I love that he uses his own name. As yeah, a, yeah, yeah, as an ex- <laughs> yeah. As an exclamation. Yeah. <laughs> he denies knowing anything about the murder. Christian does when he's brought in for questioning. Smart. Yeah. He denies knowing anything and says he doesn't remember selling the cell phone, but that he sometimes buys things from pawn shops and sells them. Smart. He also takes polygraph tests, but the results are inconclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not are those are those legal in Poland? Yeah, I we don't have an intern. How does Maria know? I know. <laughs> I, don't know. I know. Mm-hmm. Interns, uh, please send your resumes to dumplingpodcast yeah. at gmail dot com. And of course, as we know, polygraph tests are bullshit. We all know yeah, this. Yeah, but yeah, sure. they can sometimes. I wonder if the yeah I confirm if, a if hunch they are, and if they are admissible in, in Poland. Yeah, if they're yeah. admissible in Poland, a yeah. Polish court of law. So since they only have the cell phone. To link to Christian, they can only charge him with selling stolen property. So as the investigation continues, Christian files a complaint for having been kidnapped and tortured by police, which Yatsik denies, and an investigation into that complaint finds no evidence to support his claim. Now, I just want to say, almost every police I was going to say we're police <laughs> department in the country would deny that something like that happened, right? And so then, those I take it all with a grain of salt. I'm not saying that like he's lying. Oh, I take Maria it all sounds with like a grain he's of salt. on my team right now. Yeah, we're not yeah. on separate team. Oh, no, I'm not getting into this right now. So the cops investigating the cops is always yeah I, exactly always, yeah. it's always we've on the level, we've done our investigation know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's good it's good here comes more dumb oh yeah dumb 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 Christian begins declaring that he is being persecuted for his art a committee forms for his defense and organizations like Penn International a group that promotes co- community among writers around the world begin taking up his cause. When Yatsik takes a look at Christian's passport, he notices stamps from Japan, the U.S., and South Korea. 
Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> he corroborates the dates Christian was in those countries, and they match the dates of the traffic to the 997 website. Again, circumstantial. Mm-hmm. As detectives continue to delve into Christian's personal life, they learn that he really went off the rails in 1999 and 2000, often getting belligerently drunk and being abusively controlling of his wife. Just after Dariesh's body was found, Christian thought a bartender was hitting on her and hitting on his wife and his ensuing fury took five people to restrain. Police also tracked down the calling card used on the morning of Dariesh's disappearance and are able to see which numbers were called on the card during its active period. The other people called were Christian's girlfriend, his parents, and some of his business connections. So that's the phone that called the ad agency to meet yeah. up with Dariesh later in the day. From a friend of Christian's ex-wife, the ex-wife's name is Stasia. The cops learned that Stasia spent an evening at a bar talking to Dariush and that they went on a date following that exchange. Nothing happened between them, but they did check into a motel together. At that point, Dariush. Well, who's and- saying nothing happened? Uh, yeah, yeah. She uh, says nothing uh, happened. Yeah, well, of course well, she does. Uh, but yeah. me, I'm not, I'm not victim-blaming or pointing fingers or doing anything, but... You don't go into a I know, you don't just after, like after dinner just to like just to hang some rando you're yeah, dating. Yeah, watch right. HBO. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they have HBO Max there? Uh, yeah. Oh, got, oh, look at that plate, that hotel across the yeah, street. Yeah. Let's, let's go have, watch 997. Yeah, let's go <laughs> 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 it's a 997 yeah, marathon. Let's go over there. <laughs> They didn't do anything. Nothing happened at the motel. I know. I, I agree. I I don't believe her about that either. A um, male or a female. It doesn't that, matter. I wouldn't believe either right. one of them. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. Right. Of course, nothing happened because he's you know because he's he's dead now. I mean, unfortunately, they're gonna. She's just gonna say, yeah, nothing happened. Yeah. So at that point, Darius admitted to Stasia that he was married when they were in the motel together, and she says she never saw him again. After refusing to talk to police throughout the investigation, Stasia finally relents after learning how she is portrayed in Christian's book, which is awfully. She's a horrible character. It finally breaks her. Is he namer of her name? No, but it's very, very clear it's her. Hmm. All of these characters are built on people, yeah. and it's very clear it's her. She relates that after her date with Darius, Christian showed up at her house drunk, broke down her front door, and hit her, trying to force her to admit she'd gone on a date with Dariush. He even knew what motel room they had checked into, like the number of the hotel room, motel room they had checked into. Sounds like a guy you don't want to fuck with. Mm. With the evidence mounting against him, Christian is finally charged with the murder of Dariush Shanashevsky. He is sentenced to 25 years in prison, but appeals the decision and is granted a new trial based on conflicting evidence from the medical examiner and other questions that arose about evidence. At his new trial in December 2008, he is again found guilty and is sentenced to 25 years. 25 years for... Is that the most you're sentenced for? Cause it's no more. You're asking about Polish standards and regulations. No, but there are there are caps of 25 years in other European countries. It just seems... It, it's it not life seems, in prison. It's not like it is here. seems... Yes. Not that, you know, not that I'm, you know, pro, you know... So this is strictly based on her testimony? I mean, it's all it's they really only, have, right? It's not really only based on her testimony. And I'm not saying all the stuff in the book should be taken as fact. But they have an, a, a violent episode related to her to her being on a date with this guy. The they have him card. following them around. They have the cell phone that called the ad agency that, and the person who met with Dariush is the last appointment he had of the day. I feel like okay. there's enough there. Right. 
if you add all that up all those things separate absolutely not but mm-hmm. all those things together it's different the to me the calling card yeah the calling card and the that calling card just weird also why would calls you hold, the ad why agency would you, and why then, would you hold on to that why would you hold on to that calling card? No, they trace the serial number back to the to the calling card. Oh, uh, okay. Yatsik. Okay, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yatsik, Yatsi. Yatsik. So in case it isn't cl- totally clear how annoying and self-important and self-absorbed Christian Bala is, when the New Yorker reporter David Grand visits him in prison, Christian tells him about the book Amok, quote, I sometimes read pages aloud to my cellmates, end quote. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. This guy's got to be insufferable there in, in prison. This guy? <laughs> this, guy yeah. this guy, an author? Story time with and, Christian and, again. Yeah. What are we oh reading this God. week? Oh, a muck again. Yeah. Shut the fuck <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Probably screaming in the, in the cells. Like, yeah, people are just counting down the days he's there until he's his, out of there. His celly. Can't imagine if you're his celly. Oh, my God. You got no Reading chance. your own book to people aloud in, in prison who can't move. They can't even get away from you, really. Surprised no one destroyed that book. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Ballas still believes that someday his book will be lauded as a work of genius. That's going to be tough. <laughs> yeah. So my first note about here's the dumb mm-hmm. thing not to Recapping do. Recapping the dumb. Recapping the dumb. Mm-hmm. Don't start an international human rights crusade. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you murdered somebody that you're yeah. and it's not a, connected to that you're just like i mean even if he was treated poorly by the police i'm not saying he wasn't yeah. maybe he was but maybe don't rally these organizations around you and become an international like celebrity because of your uh, <laughs> because you're tr- after you murdered yeah. <laughs> it feels like a bad move to me yeah i agree i agree well, apparently, writing a book detailing the murder you've yeah, done, just clearly. changing the names, probably not a smart move, I oh, guess. From they, Chris, Christian to Chris. He seemed pretty smart early on. Yeah. They really didn't, like, the book thing is pretty crazy how you, like, a lot of, not a lot of people do that, but you hear that, like, like people write something and then act it out and they get caught, like, with this, and their names, it's like Christian and Chris. Yeah. And, like, it's very similar, similar And names. it's the same it's, name as the person who sold the cell phone on the online auction like yeah. they know that was him and he used the username chris and that's the oh, same name he used in the book three years later i mean, like, I mean uh, if you've watched basic instinct this is basically the premise great movie with sharon stone and michael douglas sharon movie. stone is accused or is suspected of murdering a dude and she happened to be an author who wrote about a murder the exact same way and when she's questioned she's like am i dumb enough to write about the exact way I would kill someone and put it in a book for you to have that it's against me. Good, it's a, it's right. a mind fuck. It's yeah. a good. <laughs> I feel like this guy has enough hubris and other parts of his life to do it without thinking about it. Was there any tie into the industrial cleaner gig or no? No, it's just that he gave up philosophy yeah. for industrial cleaning. <laughs> that was probably a bad move. <laughs> yeah. It might have been. I don't know a lot of. I feel like you, yeah, you probably be in a better spot. You know, maybe well, like someone who wants to sit around and read and think all day, and suddenly you're industrial cleaning all day. Yeah, industrial cleaning is sounds horrible. It sounds horrible. Too. Yeah, yeah. Cleaning. I hate cleaning. But if somebody was like, "Can you help me clean?" You're like, "Yeah, okay." It sounds horrible. And they're like, "Oh, sorry, it's industrial cleaning." Yeah, it's industrial cleaning. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god! Like, what yeah, no. Are, what do you? I don't even know what that means. Actually. <laughs> yeah. That's, Are you in offices cleaning? I mean, that's what no, I think I when think, I hear that. No, I it could be like, like I think like, like you know, factory? factories, yeah, like factories, like yeah. I don't know like, why. Like, become a bartender if you love philosophy so much. Become a bartender. You can spew your. 
Didn't you know? he hate bartenders? Apparently, he killed a bartender in the well, story. Well, he got very aggressive with a bartender mm. when a bartender mm. was hitting on his wife. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's true. All right, well, this guy wasn't. Uh, he probably had a sure fuse, but I mean, his wife is not really. <clears throat> nothing happened to her, right? No. I mean, he may have. He, well, he definitely her. assaulted her, but yes. So but she no, did not. No die. excuse for that. But she also wasn't really instilling a lot of trust in him, and it doesn't give him a right to touch her or do anything. But no, I mean, she's running around, hanging out at the bars, going to motels and stuff with people. Yeah, but I know you don't mean this at all. But like, does that warrant somebody dying because they went to a hotel room with his wife? No, of course not. I know. Uh, trigger. I know that. Yeah, yeah the guy's on edge though Trig- because yeah. of it, and yeah. he's he's on edge. Well, he was on edge already. He's an industrial cleaner. Yeah, he, he was. A <laughs> he had great job. He had great hopes now of being like this great philosopher. Now he's cleaning a factory. He was like mopping shit. Yeah, his like, girlfriend's I, I running around. Like, I think it like this guy needed help. He needed a therapist. He needed to talk to somebody to figure this out. I will counter by saying it's possible she acted out because she was being so oppressed by her husband. That's true too. Absolutely it's true. He could have been too. the worst it husband been ever. Acting ever. out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Marie is always the voice of wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> no, That's not why always. she's here. Yeah, the voice of reason. <laughs> We're just two wisdom. idiots. Stop it. Two idiots talking. Stop this it. idiot is named Greg. <laughs> I'm idiot two, Jason. <laughs> I'm dummy Maria. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe or wherever you listen yeah. to us. Rate, rate us, review it. Yeah, all that stuff. TikTok, Instagram, all the socials. You guys know where, where it's at. Yeah, um, come find us, like, subscribe, share all that stuff. And if you, uh, yeah, if you want to be our intern, let us know. <laughs> yep. And as the great Taylor Pasquale on Pashyonk Avenue in Philadelphia says, "Take it easy." <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Bye, dummies. <laughs>